0: Welcome to The Average Shepherd. My name is Father Sam French, and today is Wednesday in the 26th week of Ordinary Time. And today's homily is called Discipling is Difficult. Let's begin. So today, Jesus encounters three wannabe disciples on the road to Jerusalem, and he uses it as an opportunity to remind us of the true cost of what it means to follow him as disciples. The language that Jesus uses with this these three men in today's gospel can strike us as a, as a little bit harsh, but I think that's actually intentional because Jesus wants to be absolutely clear that following him is a radical decision and a commitment, not something to be taken lightly. Now, if we go back to the start of Luke's gospel around chapter 5, when Jesus calls Peter, James, and John to himself, they embody the attitude that Jesus is looking for. And I think that's summarized in the words towards the end of the chapter So they pulled up their boats on shore, they left everything and followed him. Today, however, we see something quite different happening in these three men on the road to Jerusalem. All of them are held back from fully following Jesus by certain attachments in their lives, certain things they're holding on to that's preventing them from giving their lives to Christ. Now, for the first man, it's untempered enthusiasm. We hear him say to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. Now, that's an extremely bold statement, and I think Jesus, able to read this man's heart, responds with the words Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. It seems the man's enthusiasm may have been based on all of the excitement and the miracle hype happening around the person of Jesus, but the Lord wants to remind him, and he wants to remind us, that following Jesus, if it's done correctly, will require serious sacrifice. So there's no guaranteed right to creature comforts for Christians. That's what he means by the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. So he kind of tempers that man's enthusiasm, knowing that he might not be fully up for the task, despite his initial excitement. Now for the second man, it's legitimate obligations, but it's legitimate obligations that are used as an excuse to stand between him and giving himself to Christ. So he says to the Lord, Let me first go and bury my father. Now, burying the father in this context, we don't know if the father was alive uh, or if he was already dead. But basically, in this context, it likely means that the obligation is about looking after his father until he dies, which was a serious obligation for the Jewish people. But it also has the broader meaning, perhaps, of family obligations in general. Something like if we were to say, I will focus on my faith more seriously when I'm less busy with the kids, or when they've moved out of home and grown up, or when I get a more secure job and am just a bit more comfortable in my own life, then I'll take my faith more seriously. In other words, I will become a disciple at some indeterminate time in the future. But Jesus wants us now. He wants us to follow him now as best we can, even in the midst of our busy daily lives. And then finally, there's the man who wants to become Christ's disciple, but he wants to bid his family farewell first. So he's kind of characterized as the disciple who's always looking back. Now Jesus says to him, no one who puts the hand on the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. It's not possible for us to follow Jesus while constantly looking back on our formal ways of life, constantly looking back on what could have been, what material possessions we could have, what freedom we might have if we weren't Christians. You cannot find ways to spread the kingdom of God while also remaining attached to people, activities, and ways of living that are contrary to the gospel. Discipleship, in other words, requires total commitment to trust in a future that is in God's hands and the courage to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. I just want to uh, finish now with a reflection from a 4th century church father named John Cassian. And he writes uh, on this scripture passage and summarizes the whole thing for us. He says, Sometimes the will, that is our human will, sometimes the will seems to be fixed on serving Christ. But at the same time, it seeks the applause and the approval of men. It struggles to win future goods, but without leaving behind those of the present life. A will like this will never enable us to achieve genuine holiness. So we might just pray now for the gift of God's grace that we can have the courage to follow after Him as authentic disciples. Lord God, we thank you for your word, your wisdom, and your guidance, even when it's difficult for us to hear. Help us to always keep our eyes fixed on you, to follow after you and never look back on the ways that hold us back from you. Strengthen our resolve as your disciples, even when it's difficult, and to always put your kingdom first in our lives. We ask this in your holy name through the intercession of our blessed Mother Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help me spread the word in The Average Shepherd, you can do so by throwing this up on social media or sharing with anyone you think might benefit. Thank you and God bless.